Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody along with the problematic Huns, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. Hey fam, Cheryl here. I'm just jumping on to give you a quick content warning. This episode contains content that may be alarming and trigger some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed description and take care of yourself. Hello everyone. Um, you are listening to the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. Um, I'm sorry. Call Cheryl Hun, you're in a cult podcast. And I am here today with my friend and snark, uh, I guess, co worker. Like, what would we call each other? I don't even know. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Sad snark sister. Something like that. Something like that. Jen, um, you all might know her, Jen B dot coaching on Instagram and I'm gonna let her go ahead and introduce herself to you all oh my god I you know this is one of introducing myself and talking about myself is one of the most freaking uncomfortable things yeah I hate it I hate it when DC does it to me when we snark um but anyways hello everyone my name is Jen Baruso (laughs) I am a former Beachbody coach turned certified personal trainer um that happened because even when I hit rock bottom in my experience, I still wanted to help people with their fitness and nutrition. And I decided let's do it the right way. Right. <laughs> so I got my certification and, um, that was three years ago. And now I run a group program called anchor fit club. It is a 12 month progressive strength training program, but that's just the very small portion of it. The bigger portion is the coaching. It's essentially a hybrid of a group program and one-on-one coaching so, okay at a very interesting price point yeah <laughs> 157 a month the cost of a customer shakeology yep that's exactly <laughs> right so if you can afford and think about shakeology you can afford and actually get help from a real certified professional 
Imagine that. Yeah. Wow. We'll go, we'll go into more detail later on about your program because I want to give you the platform to be able to speak about it. Um, and so we can have other people, you know, actually find you and actually know that there are real people out there that are willing to help you and not just somebody who signed up as a coach for volunteered sales force. Unsophisticated volunteered sales force. You cannot do that first part. I know, right? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, so Jen, what I would like to really um, do is um, I'm not sure a lot of people, because everybody does know who you are, if they are part of the watching the snark crew or whatever. Um, but I don't think that a lot of people has heard like your story about how you got into Beachbody, um, like the mindset that you were in when you started, um, how you got recruited and those types of things. So the first time I started Beachbody, it actually, it, was um, after I had my youngest, who is now 12. His birthday was last Tuesday. His Happy same birthday. birthday week is D.C. Um, in autumn. D.C. makes up for it, though. Yes, That's she okay. does, and so does Evan. Yeah, um, so does your baby. Yeah, and I was working full-time at the Cheesecake Factory. I had him, and I just was not comfortable in my body. And I would come home from work. So I would do the closing shifts and I'd get home at like 12, one o'clock in the morning sometimes. And the insanity infomercials would come on. Mm -hmm. I like, oh, I was an athlete. I grew up playing all the sports. I played volleyball all the way through my senior year of high school, played basketball through my sophomore year, softball through freshman year, soccer through, you know, eighth grade. And I coached youth sports. That was my high school job. It was like, best job ever. <laughs> best yeah. job ever. Um, so if you go look back, looking back, I've always been a coach. Yeah. Like it's in my freaking blood. Um, and, and an athlete. And I watched those. It's like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. I've done it before. I can do it again. Um, but I didn't want to spend the money on it. <laughs> Even though it was just a DVD set. I'm like, I don't want to spend the money because we really didn't have even the money for those because mm -hmm. we had moved back from Florida and it was in we moved back into Arizona in 202009 so 2009 and we ended up having to file for bankruptcy because we owned two houses there and that's when the market crashed and the banks yeah. wouldn't work with us so we're like we were on a very very strict budget yeah and there was no room for even buying DVDs. So my husband's cousin saw me post something and he messaged me. He's like, I have burned a burn set. Do you want them? And he mailed them to me the next day. Yeah. So the first experience with Beachbody workouts was insanity on a burn DVD set. I didn't have the meal plan. I didn't have nothing. Um, I ate a lot of cheesecake factory food. Yeah. A lot of cheesecakes. I actually don't like a lot of cheesecake. Um, they had to <laughs> a lemoncello cream tort which they got rid of and i'm like fuckers yeah. <laughs> oh can i pass on this yeah you can okay okay um, <laughs> um so i started those dvds and i did the first round and mm -hmm. I, I dropped weight one because i didn't eat except at work like i i Still, I had disordered eating patterns back then. I've had them since I was 12. I started my first diet when I was 12. 
Yeah. I was so busy. I wouldn't eat. I lived off of coffee during the day. And then I wouldn't eat until like 11 o'clock at night after my closing shift. It was, if it was a work day, you know, mm-hmm. so I was, wasn't eating, doing the insanity workouts, 10,000 steps plus a day serving. Yeah. Of course I dropped the weight. Of course. Of course I did. And I, then I ended up 45 days into the second round sprained my knee. Mm. And I was like, yep, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, I, so I stopped and I gained weight back. Of course. You know, gained the weight back. And then I started a diet called the 17 day diet. It was a cardiologist on Dr. Phil. And okay. it, it's basically carb cycling. 17 days, uh, 17 days. Um, and I dropped weight doing that. And a friend saw me doing that. And this was right around the time 21 day fix was coming out. Yeah. She's like, what you're doing is really similar to this nutrition plan and you get a workout pro. So you should get it. Yeah. And at the time I left cheesecake factory and I was a manager at Longhorn Steakhouse working contract said you would work 50 to 60 hours a week. I was working 70, 80 plus yeah, in the restaurant industry. Yeah. So lies, lies, yeah. lies. Yes. 12 hour freaking days. If you worked a mid shift. Yes. And I, and I wasn't a kitchen manager, so I wasn't doing a lot of opening shifts. I would only do a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought that after I got a bonus, I got that, I bought that and I, cause I bought the challenge pack, which came with the Shakeology. Yeah. I bought that and I bought an espresso machine, an espresso machine <laughs> with my bonus money. Um, and so I did, I started using the containers. I started doing the workouts and again, the weight started coming off. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. It's working. It's working. Cause it, and at the same time, again, I, it was interesting because I wasn't eating before because mm-hmm. you're at work for 10 hours a day as a, you don't get a chance to eat. Like I got no, I didn't eat. I would eat brownies in the office after we closed. Yeah. I mean, in the <laughs> restaurant industry, a lot of people don't realize this is that just because you're working with the food does not mean you have to eat. I was a server, waitress, bartender, whatever you want to call it for seven and a half years at Red Lobster. And I still have to now slow myself down because when you get time to eat, you eat like it's getting taken away from you. Right. And so I get it. Right. It's either you don't eat or you eat super fast, which is still not healthy. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. We're actually going to Red Lobster tonight for my sister-in-law's birthday. Yeah. Um, And I don't go. Fun fact. I did work at Red Lobster in high school not in college. Sorry. In college as a host. Yeah. Um, and I had knee issues back then and I had to wear I, at the time they're like, wear a brace and ice it, which that's not the way you do things anymore. Yeah. And I got in trouble because I had my knee brace on. They're like, that's not part of the uniform. I'm like, yeah, I have to wear it. And they're like, you can't wear it. And I said, okay, I quit. And I walked out. <laughs> so while you were at, you said Longhorn Steakhouse, you were yeah. eating brownies in your office. But you were also following 21 day fix. So how on did the that- days I didn't work? Oh, so you were only following 21 day fix on the days you didn't work. Yep. So of course the brownies don't fit in any container. I mean, obviously. No. You don't even know which one to put it in. 
Um, Autumn would probably say purple. No, purple or no, that's no. It would be like three yellows. Yeah, three Maybe yellows. Four, yeah, probably. <laughs> so four. during the twenty-one day fix, um, and you were only doing that on days that you weren't working. Two days a week was when I was actually following the containers. Okay. Okay. I would, I would drink my shake before I would go to work. If I had time, I would just eat a bowl of lettuce yeah. with a piece of grilled chicken and no cheese because I would have avocado or something. You know, it's like you had to choose between avocado or cheese. Yeah. And this is where people don't get it, right? Like people are like, so why are you so messed up? with eating now right and it's like you just said it you had to choose between cheese on a salad or an avocado and only a quarter of an avocado like that's ridiculous to me a quarter that little blue container is a quarter yeah. of a cup yeah that's, that's what you get all day because every single program only allows you one blue container yeah and that's where the dressings go too right or the dressings, no, the dressings are in the orange Oh, in the orange, but it's you like can only two have tablespoons or something. Yeah, like two that. tablespoons of orange. So you did you lose any weight while you were doing the 21 day fix and oh yeah. Containers? Yeah. 21 day fix, the workouts, the stress, not sleeping. Um I lost. I don't I don't remember how much I had lost. Yeah. Um this because again, I lost weight with insanity. I gained it back. I'm losing weight again. And then I end up, I got to a point at work where we started with five managers and yeah. right before season started, because we have our seasons here, starts in like February and, or starts in November and goes through like March where everybody from the Northern snows, all the older people from the snow, yeah. we call them snowbirds yeah. come down and it just gets really busy. Well, they decided to open up a new restaurant in Tucson and they took two of our managers out of our five and put them down there and they didn't replace them. Mm. And this was right before Valentine's day, mm. <laughs> biggest day of the year. Um, and after that, I was like, I'm done. And the other, one of the other managers I worked with was just a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. And I was doing, I was doing all of the front of the house stuff, quarter of his stuff. And then anything, I had a hard time saying no. Yeah. So anytime my GM would come to me and ask me to do something extra, I would say yes. Yeah. Because I knew the other guy wouldn't do it and he knew the other guy wouldn't do it. And even if the other guy did it, it would be a shit job. Right. So like he, had, like, it was basically just us working. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. My, I was run down. I was exhausted again, living off of coffee. I was, um, binge drinking at night, yeah. like one to two bottles of wine. Um, and I'd hide it. And I'd yeah. go through it outside quick. My husband didn't know. Um, husband marriage was a hot mess. I was like, something I give. So I quit. And they're like, um, well, do you really want it was right before bonuses? Yeah. And the district manager called me. It's like, are you sure you want to quit? Because you're leaving a lot of money on the table because you're about to get a big raise. I said, my family and my health is not worth money. Yeah. Sorry. So my question to you, like, I know the restaurant industry can be crazy, right? So, yeah. but
But do you think that like maybe also the fact of the stress of the matter of like what you were doing to your body was also a big proponent to what was going on? Like maybe if you were not doing 21 day fix eating plan, like maybe you could have handled the stress a little bit better. No, no, no I think it, even without that, it, it would have been, it would have been wild. It just yeah. compounded on the fact. Yes. Um, but I ended up not leaving Longhorn. They let, they basically, I got demoted yeah. because again, they couldn't find another manager. So I got, it was a um, certified culinary and service professional. So basically yeah. I was an assistant manager and yeah. I wrote my own schedule. <laughs> I told him yeah. if I'm staying here, I'm writing my own schedule. I did not work Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. Oh Lord. <laughs> like I'm not doing it. Um, I closed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night, and I worked a couple lunch shifts as a floor manager. That's it. Mm-hmm. But then I ended up waking up one day and my left arm locked on me. I couldn't, like it was stuck. I couldn't bend my elbow. It's like this is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> And so I, I went to a, um, an orthopedic and he did, he's like, well, it just looks like scar tissue in there. Let's do some, let's give you a shot and do some PT and stuff. That, that was good for like six months. Mm-hmm. Then one morning I woke up and it was just swollen and painful. And I'm like, it's not working. Yeah. So I went to a different orthopedic and he's like, well, you've done this for six months. It's obviously not working. Let's give you another shot because you are painful. And by the way, if you guys are getting steroid shots for pain, try and limit them because they break down your ligaments and tissues and tendons. Yeah. Yeah. Actually good for you long-term. No, Um, they're not. But I ended up having surgery on my elbow. Okay. And so I was out of work for a few weeks and at that point in time, I was like, I'm done with this. I don't want to, I don't want to work in the restaurant anymore. I'm done. Yeah. So I quit. Uh, I started working in preschools, coaching PE, and I gained all of, at that point in time, I probably had lost like 80 pounds. Yeah. Um, gained all of it back. Did you quit the 21 day fix? Is this? Oh like- yeah. I, I, when I went for the surgery and when I was hurt all the time, like I couldn't do it. Like I right. couldn't work out. I still didn't eat anything. I was, I was, I wasn't eating during the day, but I would go after work to a bar and I would drive drunk. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Would, I would drink, I would eat these nachos or a pizza and I would go, that's what I would eat. Yeah. All, that's it. Um, and I gained weight back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was wild. So then I gained the weight back again, had the surgery. And this is in 2015. Mm-hmm. My brother got engaged. His fiance was a beach body coach. Oh, okay. And we go to her wedding. Um, and before the wedding, I had to try out, I had to go try out dresses. Mm-hmm. And I found myself crying on the floor of a Dillard's dressing room. Yeah. So upset about having to buy a size 16. Yeah. I had gotten down to a size four. And I was miserable. I was cranky. I was tired. And I just was not happy. Like I was very, very low point. I was probably depressed, but it's like, I'm not going to go to therapy. Therapy's yeah. done. Therapy is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> 
That is. Um, and she saw that. So she saw it and she got my mom to start and she, my mom joined and my mom is not. Yeah. By any means did not need to lose weight, did not like exercise. Like, yeah. Um, my mom, we're still working on fixing the bullshit that she has in her head. You know, she's 78 years old and has yeah. an eating behavior. And it's like, mom, you need to eat more food. Yeah. Um, so she got me to, to join a free challenge group. I was like, I don't want to be a coach. I don't, I've been there, done that. I don't want to do it. It's like, but I'll join the free challenge group before we go on vacation in March. We're going on a cruise. So I'll lose some weight for the cruise. And then she kept at me. And I was like, look, I just took a 75% pay cut from what I was doing. I do not have money. This is when Pio was released. Yeah. I do not have money to buy a challenge pack or buy Shakeology every month. I know how much it costs. Yeah. Even as a coach, I'm like, I don't have the money. And so in April or like right before April, she's like, well, how about this? What if I buy you the challenge pack for wedding anniversary and sign up, sign you up as a coach and I'll buy your Shakeology for you until you get two people underneath you. Which is illegal. So that's how... She, well, now it is. At the time, you were allowed to do that. You yeah. can use your credit card for other things. Now it's not, you can't do that. It has to yeah. be some the same household. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay. Why not? I mean, if you're, you're, you're going to pay for it, then I'll, I'll do it. Right. Um, so I did. And it took me, I want to say five months to get, because Anthony wouldn't let me do it. She's like, well, if I can't afford to buy it, why? She's like, you need to sign up Anthony. I said, if I can't afford to buy, buy my own, why am I going to sign up Anthony? Yeah. If I can't afford, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And she already had my mom under her. So I couldn't go after my mom. Right. And right. my sister was a broke college student. So I'm like, okay. So it took me longer to get to Emerald because she already had my mom. Couldn't afford, I'm like, and he was like, no, yeah. <laughs> you're not doing it. So it took me about four months and I finally got two coaches under me and then I got another couple customers and I was like, okay. So she stopped paying for it. I was paying for myself. Um, yeah. and I continued to lose weight. You know, we go to those super Saturday events and I was standing up longer and longer and longer. One of the last ones I went to, they're like, okay, stand up. If you lost a hundred pounds to keep standing. And yeah. I kept standing. Yeah. In two years, I, I think it was like a year and a half. I'd lost a hundred pounds. And you were following. So we know that the workouts or whatever, but you were, what were you still, were you following the meal plan? Like what meal plan were you following? <laughs> Public facing. I was following portion fix. Yeah. Um, in real life. I wasn't following it. Um, I was eating less than the containers. Like I was eating less than plan A. I wouldn't yeah. eat my blue. So I wasn't eating healthy fat. I didn't pay attention to the teaspoons. I never ate the orange and I would eat one less yellow. Yeah. So I was eating less, but, and I was eating at least two donuts a day. Yeah. Going to Starbucks, living off of coffee again, because I had zero energy at the time. Energize wasn't around. Yeah. They had something else. And I'm like, I'm not buying that. Um, sneaking food at night, binge drinking. 
Yeah. And even with all of that, I was still losing weight because I was eating so little of the containers. Yeah. I was a fraud. Yeah. I think we all were. Lies upon lies upon lies. Right. Like, I think that we all were. I can remember, um, I would share like my containers of like what I would eat at lunch, right. At, at for work. And it would yeah. be like carrots and like celery and like, you know, a sandwich that had like two pieces of bread. Cause I was allowed that because of my carbs. Right. Because of my yellows. Right. Um, but then I wouldn't share what I would eat at nighttime, which would be like, you know, pizza or a burger or, yeah. and it's sad because that mindset right there, which you're just talking about is you self-consciously making the, the, like for you in your brain, you're like, okay, so pizzas or the donuts and the coffee, those are bad. So I can't share them. Right. But I can share the other food because that food's good. Right. Yeah. And that's what you're taught on the 21 day fix is it has the good foods and the bad food. It even has good vegetables and bad vegetables in it. Yeah. You have to, if you want the best results, you eat the top 10 foods at the yeah. list. The list. Yeah. Don't eat the bottom foods. Stay at the top. And the people, and that's, there's a food hierarchy on those lists. You can say yeah. there, they can say there isn't as till they're blue in the face. It's a hierarchy list. So I saw your, your photos of you, um, after like while you were at your smallest weight right and um I know I know personally because I've also gained weight since I've left Beachbody right over the past couple years and um I shared a photo the other day of when I was really deep into Beachbody and my husband looked at me and was like you look sick that was you yeah I was like yeah and so when I saw your photos, right, I was like, oh my gosh, she does. Like, you look sick, right? And that's so how, how far did you, how much did you lose? And like, like, what was your, uh, your aha moment? I lost from my highest to my lowest. I, I don't, I think it was like 242, 45 when I started. And I think I got down to like 125. Was okay. my, and I got down to 125 because I was going in for hysterectomy mm. and I wanted to make sure that once I came out of the hysterectomy, if I gained weight, it wouldn't get me up to 140 again. Like that was my, like I had to stay below 140. Yeah. I had to. Um, so my lowest was 125 and that whole 2016. So 2016 was a wild year because that's when I started and it was also the same time my body started shutting down mm -hmm. from adiomyosis so my uterus was basically the like people are starting to learn more about it now so like endometriosis grows on the outside yeah and adiomyosis your uterine lining wall goes inside into the uterus and you can't really see it and I was in the ER every single month Mm. work and I didn't have a period because I had had ablation so I didn't there was no bleed mm -hmm. um but every single month uh clockwork mm -hmm. I was in the ER and they thought I was there for just the drugs 
I wasn't. So I'm going through this pain and I'm still pushing Shakeology. I'm still mm-hmm. pushing. I was still working out even though I was in severe pain. And I was never not just doing one workout a day. It was two or three. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I saw, I have to find it because I, I logged out of Facebook because I'm like, mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, video of me doing being proud of these push-ups that I was doing and I'm like that's not a push no wonder why I tore my bicep tendon yeah it's a hot mess yeah so 2016 I had all the the uterus issues and then that finally got out and I felt great afterwards and I started pio and I hated pio and that's when I did body beast because it was lower impact because just weightlifting no jumping or anything I skipped the cardio day and then I think they'd come out, they came out with shift shop that summer. And that's the summer I went to summit. Okay. This is when I started to go actually, no, it was before that my sister-in-law, which she is soon to be my ex-sister-in-law. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, she quit and she didn't tell anybody. Like she didn't tell me, she didn't tell my mom. Like, yeah, what the hell? Like all of a sudden and when I talked to her, she was blaming my brother. It wasn't my brother. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when they they say if you have haters or if you have non people that don't support you, well then screw them, leave them, whatever. But she tried to blame my brother for her quitting. It wasn't her. So I get moved up under her coach, which I actually liked her. Yeah. She was sweet. And that's when Shalene Johnson was coming out with her whatever meal plan that Beachbody decided not to go with. And they went with 2B mindset instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was started doing that. The 131 method? Was that I, the 131? I think so. Yeah. It's not a diet. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. You're still restricting. Yeah. Um, <sighs> drives me nuts. And all of a sudden she disappeared. She quit without a word to anybody. I'm like, what the, so I end up below this other person who I could not stand from day one. I saw right through her. Like you are fake. You are a bully. You, I don't like you. Um, so I ended up under her before summit in 2017, we're going to new Orleans and I roomed with some girls and I maxed out a credit card to do this. Of course. Um, Cause they don't pay for you to go. No, they don't pay for you to go. I did split a hotel room, plane ticket. Um, my flight got canceled the night out. And luckily a couple other girls who are actually really sweet. They're like, you can just come stay with us. You don't have to pay for the extra night. It's like, thank okay. you. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but me and this one other girl didn't hang out with our team at all. Like we're talking, I'm like, I just, this feels really weird. I was sitting there watching Brandon Bouchard was one of the keynote speakers. Oh Lord. And I'm like, and I see people like crying around me and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand this. It's like cult. It's a cult. I was just like, it's not that profound what he's saying. What is going on? And then Shalene Johnson was the other one. And she was talking about attraction marketing. So that's the thing. And, yeah. And I would get up and everybody's crying and cheering. And I'm like, I was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and not because I was tired. Because I was bored. I'm like, this is not. And I, I tried to find my notebook. I think I 
pretty sure I threw it away. I was like taking notes and all of a sudden I wrote down like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> that was in big letters. Um, so me and this other girl kind of ditched our rails and just went, did our own thing and drank Sazeracs and went and listened to jazz. And yeah. And so I came home like, eh, I'm not really into this, but the shift shop was released. So we, you know, we're doing a group for that. And that is when I tore my bicep tendon mm. while doing shift shop. And I think I was doing 20, 22 minute hardcore and quarter force at the same time. All three? I was doing all three of them. And my job was teaching PE in preschools. Why, why, why did you feel like you needed to do? I was terrified to gain the weight back again. So let's, let's unpack this just real quick. Okay. So you're the professional, right? So I know that you're, you refuse to give people nutrition advice. So uh, like publicly, right? Like I get it and it makes sense. Right. So we're not going to go there, but we are going to unpack something. Okay. So when you said that to me with like four workouts, right. I'm the first thing that popped up and you said, because I don't want to gain the weight back is when autumn said on that reel, you can't out train a bad diet. Yeah. That's the number one thing, but you can out train a bad diet if you're killing yourself in the gym for no reason at all, which is not yeah. healthy. You're not nourishing your body with food. Like I'm mm -hmm. not even saying good and bad food, like just, just food, food, right? Yeah. So That's you basically were out training a bad diet because the diets that they were giving you were not sustainable. Nope. And even if I was following plan a to yeah. a team. And let's, still wouldn't be sustainable so what is plan a do you, so can you break that down well, 1200 to 1499 calories and that is the enough for what a toddler there you go i just wanted you to say it um, I knew that. a toddler a three-year-old needs 1200 calories a day and when you move up to the bracket it's what plan b is about you said 14. So it's about 15. it's 1500 to 1799 and then 1800 to like just to just under 2100 there's never, I went through and I looked, I was working on a project Yeah, and I was looking through all of the, cause now everything's ultimate portion fix, but I was looking through all of the old nutrition breakdown for the separate yeah. categories and on all of them, if you calculate and your needs and you're over like 2,400 calories, do not eat, eat over 2,400 calories. Right. That's in there. That yeah. is in there. Do not eat over 2,400 calories. Yeah. Don't tell me you're not a restrictive diet plan when you're telling people not to eat more food that right. their body actually needs. Because I've been right. through, I have a post where I calculated the BMR of someone autumn size and then someone like a little ahead the average woman like 175 pounds five so i calculated that and your basal metabolic rate is the amount of energy calories are just energy the amount of energy your body needs to survive just laying in bed all day right if you did nothing and plan a for most women, even 
autumn size at 110, 112 pounds is below the base, her basal metabolic rate. Right. It's not healthy. And it's not a matter of if their bodies are going to start shutting down. It's, it's a matter worse. of how slowly and when. Right. And that's when and it so could be years. It could be years. Right. And that's where, it, where I come into where for you, like you're working out three, four times a day, right? You end up injuring yourself. Like we know you injured yourself because the workouts in the form or whatever, because that's mostly what it was, but it could also have to do. Do you think it had a lot to do with the fact that you weren't nourishing your body? Like your body was, I just, wasn't, I had, I was skinny. Yeah. There was no, I had zero muscle definition on me at all. I was just skinny. Mm. Um, and I looked, I looked back at a picture the other day. I'm like, holy shit. I sent it to a friend and he was like, what the fuck? Cause he didn't know me back then. He's like, you were sick, huh? And like, it took him cause we were talking about stuff and he's like, no, you, no, I don't believe it. So I sent him a picture. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah. Um, but I didn't have strength. I wasn't using proper form and they just like, there's a point where you, your body has a capacity for work. Yeah. And once you go over that capacity and that can be lack of sleep, stress management, overtraining, not eating enough food, all of that combined puts you over that. That's when the injuries happen. Yeah. And then finally my shoulder was like, fuck you. Right. And it, happened, it happened during a PE class with four-year-olds. We were doing push-ups, and all of a sudden shooting pain down my arm and my, I literally hit my forehead on the floor. Um, and I went, luckily it was only partially torn. So I didn't have to have surgery. Right. But I went to PT and I'm like, I can't work out. That happened in August of 2017. Maybe it was September. I think it was September because yeah, it was September because in October we went on a cruise and I was doing my PT on the cruise and I was a size four at the time. Wow. So size four. And after we got back from the cruise, again, the, my upline was, why aren't you doing the workouts? Why aren't you posting them? I'm like, hello, can't, I'm going to physical therapy. Well, you still need to do them. So I did cardio stuff to post. And even jumping jacks, it hurt to steer my car. I know, you know, you've, you've injured your shoulder. It's like holding on the steering wheel. That was painful just to drive. To even do your hair, to lift a gallon of milk, like everything hurts. So I would, I would feel myself doing anything that didn't have to do with upper body. Yeah. Um, cause I got to share, right. Gotta share. Shake in a workout, share my yeah. personal development book. Yeah. I didn't read them. Oh, I don't have one. Oh, I still have the compound effect. That was actually, that's actually a decent book. Actually a good book. See, this is what I was talking about. I, I also said it last night on the, the recording with um with Patsy. Um And I said to her, you know, a lot of the personal development stuff is actually good, right? But this is what you have to understand is when it starts to creep in and like almost feel like in order for you to achieve anything, you have to read your personal development. That's the problem, right? Reading personal development is good. It's good for your whole entire mindset. It helps pump you up and get you going. 
but it shouldn't be what you rely your whole entire world around. Right. Like, so, I mean, there are some good personal development books out there. The compound effect is one, um, but you should not rely on them to change your mindset. And and there's some that are complete bullshit, like girl, wash your face. Well, yeah, we all know Rachel Hollis. (laughs) That one. Um, But when we got back from the cruise, I ended up getting sick. And it was right when they were getting ready to launch AD Day Obsession. So we're we're talking about that. And at that point in time, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I had one foot out the door on the cruise, one foot out the door after I entered my shoulder. What made you, not to enter, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what made you want to have one foot out the door? Like, what did you start to notice in question? It It was my upline. It was, it was the, it was my upline. There was no compassion. There was no empathy. There was no grace. It was just like, no, you need to keep sharing. And why aren't you need to hit success club? Because you're almost like, I know you hate this. It's, uh, it's, it's go ahead. Tell the people. <laughs> I got to, I was almost, I was one star diamond qualifying after summit without even trying. Yeah. I didn't know, like I never paid attention in my back office. I didn't, I would tell, so this was my spiel when I was signing up people because BOD came around. I said, look, said your best value, if you want to try this, is to buy the challenge pack with the year of beach body on demand and a month of Shakeology. Drink the Shakeology for three weeks. Let me know at three weeks if you don't like it or not. We're going to sign you up as a coach to do this because if you do like it, then when you get it next month, you get the discount. If you don't like it, we'll just cancel your coach account. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll walk you through it. That was my, that's how I got people to join. Yeah. And I did. And if they call me, I don't like it. I want to cancel. Okay. Let's walk you through it. And I walk them through how to cancel. It pissed my upline off, but at the same time, I'm one star diamond qualifying. But the thing is, is that like, so for me, like, I don't, I just joke around about that. I know. <laughs> See, and that's the difference between like you and I, because um, you were being honest and upfront with your people, right? For me, I was like, I was bought into the girl boss, like mentality. I was bought into discount coach. Like you're, you're going to want to do this. This is the best option. Like, and then I wouldn't even try to help them, you know, later. I mean, if they, if they messaged me and said, I want to cancel, I would give, I wouldn't walk them through anything. I would always feel like they, like, I hate, I didn't like them anymore. Like those people were not my people because they just didn't work hard enough. And that's why this right here is why I get so mad and so passionate because I'm like these people, I used to be a sleazy person like that, right? You, and that's why I never got past Emerald. I mean, the only two people I signed up basically was my husband. Yeah. And a girl that just wanted to be a coach for the discount and BOD yeah. every year. That was it. And so for you, you were actually being open and honest with them. So either A, they tr- that made them trust you. Yeah. B, they also, so, let's be honest, they might have forgotten to cancel it the first month or the second I had one, I had one girl that she was a coach and she had people sign up. Because they did, I, when... We would have our team train. I had, everybody I had was West Coast. Yeah. He was on East Coast. So I, I would get bitched at for not making team calls because they're scheduled at 
you know, eight o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock East coast time. I'm like, that is my dinner time with my kids. I'm at soccer practice. Well, you need to be on the calls no matter what. Like, no, I don't. Once my sister-in-law ditched, once the other girl ditched and this other person was in charge. No, I'm not. I'm not. I know you know, (laughs) like I started learning how to set boundaries. And I think that was the biggest proponent propellant for me to actually get out was me learning how to set boundaries with this person. Um, yeah, I, the people that I brought on, even just as a discount coach, just like, look, if you want to sign anybody up, do the same thing that I did with you. And I think that's why I ended up getting to that rank because that's what they were doing too. And I'm like, if you have trouble helping them leave, if they want to leave, I'll join the call with you and get them out. Right. And I still have to this day, five of the customers that I had customers, their customers, not clients, Right. <laughs> they are not clients. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm still really good friends with yeah. two of them are actually in my membership group. And that's, and that's the, that's how it works. Right. Like, so, um, when you started to leave one foot out the door, where did you, did you, so you started setting boundaries. How did you decide to go and get your certifications? Like what made, what was your aha moment? Cause you were, you, you were doing, I know you decided what, well, first of all, let's back up a minute. Yeah. Why did you not do 80 day obsession? I attempted 80 day obsession. Okay. Um, I had people sign up with me for 80 day obsession. It was when they first did that, the VIP early access. And I saw through it. I'm like, the whole reason they're doing this is to get more people to sign up as coaches. Yep. That is the entire reason why they do it. Um, so I started it and I was, and I was, I was still, I had just come out of PT for my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I was recovering from pneumonia, knocked me on my ass for three months. And my upline, why aren't you hitting? Hello. I, and it was, you know, elites coming up. We have to, I need all these diamonds. You need to be a one-star. You need to be a one-star. You need to be, come on. And yeah. I from qualifying. Cause I didn't hit. Cause I had a couple other people quit and I didn't care. I was still a diamond. Yeah. Um, I got through day 34 and it was my son's birthday. So 2018, what was he? He's 20. So he was 11. He's turning 11 and he wanted donuts. So I actually went to go get donuts this morning, the same place. I was like, Oh, probably going to talk about this today. Um, I went in to get donuts and I got them. And then the next thing I know, I'm sitting in my car and I was staring at an empty box. I ate all 12 donuts in my car by myself. Automatic, not even realize. I was like, I'm just going to, I guess I was like, I'm just going to eat one now. And I just ate, I ate all of them. And I was at that point, I was like, something has to give. This isn't healthy. Mm. Something is wrong. I can't do this anymore. So that was my aha light bulb out. Now it still took me months to get out. I was in the, I was in the 2B mindset test group 
in March. So when Alana, we're having a messaging conversation, tells me you weren't really doing the to be mindset. I'm like, yes, I was. I was in your test group working. Right. Like I was following it to a T because I thought yeah. it was gonna be a healthier version of 21 way to fix because I didn't have to really track any. It was like veggies first, water most, fun-filled carbs. You can eat more food, but just do it in this order. So there's still yeah. rules. It's still restrictive. It is still a diet. Yeah. And I think it's actually worse than portion fix because it's disguised so much. Yeah. And it makes you weigh yourself every single day. Every day. If it's not, if it's not about weight loss, why are you weighing? We had a late weight loss day. You had a weight gain day. It's not a weight loss. And no. what caused you to gain weight the day from the day before? Go look at your food log to see what you ate and make sure that you know what you ate. And I, I ate the same things every single day. Yeah. Every minus dinner, dinner would change up, but breakfast, lunch, snacks. Yes. Same thing. Every kind of like what Tanya does right now. Right. Same thing. Every single day, there was no variety in what I was eating. Um, but I ended up taking myself out of my team pages. I didn't cancel, but I'm like, I got to I, cause I still wanted to help people, but I needed to get better but I still want to help people. So it was like, it was like a push and pull type thing. So I left my team pages. Like, I don't like this woman. I can't stand her. I'm just going to ignore her yeah, and not answer anything. <laughs> so it's like, fuck you. Um, and I kind of went out on my own. I, I took the people that I had under me. We put ourselves in a different group. Yeah. I said, Leave all those pages come over here. Um, and I ended up joining a Josh Coates push group yeah we yeah and wow. it was honestly one of the best months I had and I won the $150 gift card at the end of it yeah but I remember being in there and they weren't very nice like these were top coaches that were in there and they were kind of catty and bitchy and not helpful at yeah. all like you go to ask a question and they were very condescending and rude. And I'm like, is it cause I'm not on your team? Like what the, what's up with that? Um, so I was glad to be out of that. And I finally ended up canceling my account that, that was in May. I canceled my account in July. Okay. And this is what year? 2018. So four years now I've been okay. canceled. So, and then after you canceled, I'm guessing that you realized how much you really want to help people. Yeah. I've been in therapy. Yeah. You know, nutrition therapy type stuff for eating disorder. I, I'm like, I still want to help people. So I started researching certified personal trainer certificates because I don't mm -hmm. have, like, I was kicking myself. So I'm like, I was going to major in exercise science when I started at Arizona State. But I said, I didn't want to do math. So, so I switched it to English and history. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I should have done exercise science. Yeah. So I researched and I talked to my husband about it. He's like, okay, well, what are they? And it was either ACE or NASM. And ACE was having a sale. So I did the yeah. ACE. Yeah. Uh, I started that in the fall and I passed my test in February of 2019. Awesome. Awesome. And then you, how did you find the anti-MLM movement or community? Whatever we call it these days. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. 
I, I think the first page, my friend had shared something. She's also a trainer um, and a nutrition coach. And she was in Beachbody also. Mm-hmm. And she shared something, I think it was some anti-Beachbody coach page or something like that. I was like, what is this? And then I started going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And I started looking up YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I had spoken out about my experience with Beachbody before. And I was called a hater. I was called a bitch. I was called, I was told you just couldn't hack it because you didn't work hard enough. You don't really have a problem. There's diets aren't, you know, all the stuff they yeah. say make you feel like it was your problem. It wasn't, yeah. which is crap. Um, yeah. But I think my, my, when I really started sharing, it took me about a year to really start sharing. And then that all happened. So I stopped and then I did again. And somebody came on just like, I count macros and I'm fine. Like, well, that's fine for you. I said, but it's not fine for 25% of women people who start diets. Yeah. Like it turns into disordered eating behavior. And of those people, 35% go full blown eating disorder. So, yeah. so it's fine for you. I'm like, this is my experience. I'm not talking about you. Don't right. And that's when I started getting angrier, I guess. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to be more vocal. I don't give a shit anymore. So right. Here I am. <laughs> what they do try to do and you're on, you're right. Right. So you did try to speak out against it. You did try to speak out about your experience. And then all of a sudden people started attacking you, which made you go silent, which is what they want to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that it's so important for, for you to actually, everybody should talk about their story. Like you have a different story than I have. You have a different story than Amy has. You have a different story than Amber has. You have, DC's not even, was never even a part of Beachbody, but she has a different story with a different company, but she can tell you everything she cannot stand about Beachbody. Right. Yeah. And so that's why it's important for people to continue to stand up and and speak out right um so what i do want to take time today um before we wrap anything up i do want you to talk about why you started anchor fit club and who it is for and what you are doing and if you have any any upcoming launches new openings anything like that for people so i started anchor fit club because i wanted to do something completely opposite of beach body. Yeah. Completely opposite. Um, after lots of therapy <laughs> for my, lots of therapy, um, <laughs> I was like, and learning about exercise science and about the physical activity standards and this, and looking back on what beach body promotes, is grind, 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 grind yourself into the ground. Right. When strength training and exercise and physical activity and fitness should enhance your life, not make you miserable. Right. <laughs> like, and not everybody likes to do strength training. Not everybody likes to do cardio. Right. But we know that there are benefits to doing both. Yeah. 
And in order to get those benefits, you have to stay consistent. That's the big thing is consistency. Yeah. And I was like, I need to create something that is focused on creating the consistency that people can do forever. Right. And five days a week is not where you start. Mm-mm. So I started with a two day a week program. It's two days a week of strength okay. to get consistent with that. It's a 12 month progressive program. Once you get into month six, then you have the option of adding a third day. Wow. So you give people a whole six months to basically create the habit of consistency. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's an opportunity and I encourage them to participate in physical activity outside of those strength training days. Yeah. There's, there's options in the app that I use for them. There's a whole on-demand library. There's mobility, there's stretching, there's cardio, there's short strength training days. Like, and I also encourage them to get outside. Yeah. Do you like to play a team sport? Go play. Do you like to ride your Peloton? Ride your Peloton. Yeah. Like I tell me, like, could you, I only have to do yours. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I will say like, um, and I'll let you continue after this, but I will say that one of the things that drew me to you when we first, like when I first joined, like started speaking out about the whole anti-beachbody stuff. And I started talking about like how my mind was so messed up with just walking my dog, right? Like going outside for a walk. Yeah. And you were like, Cheryl, it walking is movement, right? And that's one of the things that I can thank you for because now if I don't feel like doing strength training, if I don't feel like jumping on the Peloton, I will go outside for some walk to walk, right? Because my dog needs to be walked anyways. And now I do understand that that is movement. Before I did not because Beachbody teaches you even on your rest days, if you take a walk, that's you're just resting. It doesn't count as movement. So it's not not exercise when walking is the most underrated form of exercise. It is one of the most accessible forms of exercise, but not for everybody. Right. Correct. Yeah. For everybody. There could be physical issues. There could be where you live issues. So it's not for everybody. So when people, when like, I see beach body coaches encourage movement. They say, just go outside and walk. Um, not everybody has that ability to do Right. That. Not everybody does. Really. Um, so that's a big part of what I look at too, is like, is it accessible to you? And if it's not, then we find something else. Right. right. Um, but it's two days a week. And I also wanted to have a community aspect, yeah. but not a challenge group. I don't want to see, like, they can post sweaty selfies if they want, but it's not, you know, it's like, you have to post your sweaty selfie every single day to keep yourself accountable. And it's like, no, you don't have to post your sweaty selfie. You don't even have to post in the group if you don't want to. It's just there. I share resources. I come on and do little short one minute videos. Um, Anytime someone in the group completes a workout, a message pops up. They did a workout and we can do emojis to that. So we can celebrate. In the app that I use, I you complete a workout, I comment. And yeah. it's like, you can message me in the app. So it's like literally 24 seven people can message me. I don't answer them after eight o'clock PM. Yeah. <laughs> I have boundaries. You don't get a response from me before 9, 9 a.m. my time. You don't get a response from me after 8 a.m. my time, 8 p.m. Right. Sometimes right. 
Um, but then I, what I also started to do, because even though I have done continuing education, I'm not an expert in anything. I will yeah. never consider myself a fitness expert ever. Um, I will never call myself a super trainer. Because <laughs> right. um, there's constantly things to learn. And there's constantly things that I'm not going to learn because I don't have that degree or the yeah. educational background. So I bring in guest speakers. Okay. Um, we've had a pelvic floor physical therapist come a talk. Real about, a real one. A real doctor of physical therapy who specializes in pelvic floor health. They did not buy their, they did not buy a challenge pack to make them no. qualified. Okay. Okay. No, no. And she was a former beach body. Love she, it. So she understands it. Um, and then this month I had a, another physical therapist come in, talk to us about mobility and strength training and injury mitigation and what pain really is wow. and how to work through pain. So that was this month. And then through the rest, I have uh, two dietitians coming in to talk with us. I have a neuroscientist coming in to talk with us wow. about stress and breath wow. work. So these are real people like with real degrees and they're real professionals and experts. Yes. Oh, look at you, Jen. Look at you. Yes, yes. Real degrees, PhDs. And they get, and people get access to this for 157 a month, the cost of a challenge of Shakeology. Yeah. They, the guest expert call a month. There's one call a month with me where I do, like I've done, um, movement patterns, what the movement patterns look like, what the exercises are, why we do these exercises. Mm -hmm. Um, I think next month they wanted me to, what did they want me to talk about? Cause I always, I poll. It's like, what do you want me to talk about? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about habit stacking next month. Yes. Okay. And creating habits and starting small. Um, so I, I pull, what do you want me to talk about? And then I, I do a little presentation on that. And there's also pop-up coaching hours where I just, I open up our zoom room and I'm on anybody that wants to come in, I'm here, have a question so that you always have access to me to ask. See? And that's, that's the way that it should be, right? Like you're serving your people. Like you're basically making sure that you can help them get the best answers for, for their anything. And I know for a fact that you don't, you don't try to speak like you're an expert. If you don't know something, you will definitely refer them to an expert. Yes. And yes. that's what's separate from you and other coaches. And I, and I'm bringing this up because I think that it's really, it's really sucked that a lot of the the people that are really trying to do help to help people and have certifications and qualifications get looked over for a beach body coach who has a, a larger following with no education background and no knowledge but they're yeah. just spewing what the the super trainers in quotation marks say to them who also are not qualified to say the stuff that they say no. right so yeah. I think the thing is, is that what people need to understand is that, I mean, for me, like if I don't know anything about anything, if somebody goes, Cheryl, what's the best protein powder? I go to, just side note, I always ask Jen, always. I always go to Jen. The one and, that you like and doesn't empty <laughs> your pocketbook. <laughs> right. I'm always like, Jen, 
what do you think about this one? And I'll just send her a screenshot of it and she'll give me the answer. I'm not telling everybody to do that, Jen, because you need to pay for access like that to Jen. But yes. um, you can, I will answer some questions and other times and be like, look, here's my cost for a one-on-one -on -one consultation if you really want to dig yes. in. And you have to do it, right? Because it's a business. And that's what yeah. people, a lot of people don't understand. But I will tell you that with Jen, you are going to get the compassion that you will never get from a Beachbody coach or anybody else. So do you want to tell them where they can go and find out more about Anchor Fit Club? Uh, the best place to go is my Instagram page at okay. jencoaching.com. Um, and right now I am, I was actually going to post later today. I'm opening okay. for an October 3rd start, which is not tomorrow, but next Monday. Yeah. Um, not today. Well, not today since we're on, you're in this Monday. Yeah. Um, so not today, but October 3rd, if anybody wants to start, because I will not start anyone in January. Okay. Don't yeah. do New Year's resolution crap. Good. Good. I don't do it. Um, so October 3rd start, there's a link in my bio to fill out a little application. Um, my value statement is in there and I'm very adamant that if anybody says no to that, they're nothing. Right. I'm a very, it's very, you guys, it's very value driven what I do. And we right. have to have the same values right. in order for us to work together. Right. And one of the things is, is that you're a size inclusive business specialist, right? So yes. do you focus on weight loss or, or not? Don't focus on weight loss. Um, if somebody wants to lose weight and weigh themselves while they're doing my program, they can, but I will also, cause in addition to the group calls, you get two 30 minute one-on-one -on -one calls. If you want to use them. Yeah. You don't have to use them. They're there to go talk specifically over things. But if I start noticing that the number on the scale is affecting. Yeah. You showing up and how you're showing up. Then we have a conversation right. because weight loss isn't a habit. Weight loss is a possible outcome. Right of habits and it's not always guaranteed. Right. So when I see beach body coaches guaranteeing weight loss or sharing it, that's not going to happen for everybody. And your value isn't, isn't that number. Your value is as a whole person. Right. It's just, it's health is, is behaviors. It's not number that number. Yeah. And weight loss doesn't always equal health. Hello, look at me. Yeah. It was, in my worst, the worst health of my entire life at my lowest weight. Yeah. Physically, mentally, emotionally, the worst. Yeah. I, I actually know what I weigh. Like I haven't known what I've weighed in two years and I weigh the same that I weighed two years ago. Like I've been consistent, consistent, consistent. Um, and I know, and that's I almost gained all my weight back. Yeah, but that's the healthy part, right? So I don't normally weigh, I, I quit weighing myself as well. Um, but I will tell you, um, the other day I did get on the scale and I have consistently weighed the same for the past six months. Not, and I think maybe I've lost like one or two pounds, like maybe a total of 10 pounds, but I'm not focusing on that. What I'm focusing on is the fact of the matter that I am not losing and gaining weight. 
all the time. And I can tell it in my clothes, right? And people think that when they see Beachbody coaches, oh, I lost four pounds over the weekend that I gained last week. It's water weight. You continuously go, that's actually unhealthier for you. Am I correct? You are correct. Weight cycling is not healthy. No, it's harder on your heart. It's harder on your organs. It's harder on your body than what it is if you just consistently stay the same weight. And and at the same time, you're, you're creating safety in your body. Our bodies are smart. Yeah. It's going to, when, when it's ready and if it's meant to, and if you're exercising, if you're eating well, if you're eating enough to support your activities, yeah, you might lose weight, Yeah, but at least you're keeping your body safe. Yeah. (laughs) Safety thing because severe restricting and over-exercising puts our body in a stress mode yeah scared and it's a evolutionary thing where it's a scarcity thing food scarcity there are famines so it's going to hold on to stuff and it's going to you do whatever it needs to do to keep you alive and that includes eating away at your muscle yeah for energy yeah I'm just tossing that little bit out there um yeah <laughs> but yeah so so anchor fit club October 3rd start. Um, and I also have a new thing. We have to join my email list to get this. Cheryl's done it with me. The yes, I have. Overhead squat assessment. Um, and you get your own little individual workout. And so form check, overhead squat assessment. And what we can do on our call is discuss one to three exercises that somebody struggles with. Yep. Usually push up. <laughs> push-ups are hard and we talk about how a variation that would work for you now and how to progress that and then you get a couple of little exercises to help facilitate the strength gains to do the push-up yeah. you did help me with that and if you and I do highly suggest people to get on your um on your email list so that they can have that form check with you because I will tell you that before I had that form check with you you can see I have the video um, that I could not barely even do a squat. No. Now, now I can definitely do a squat. And it's just those simple things that you taught me, especially where people don't realize what all effects you go into squats and my knee issues. So it actually, those things did help me. And so believe it or not, you all like, she's the real deal. She can actually really help you. So I'll also put, um, your link for them to join your your um email you know. newsletter mm-hmm. yep i'm and gonna the, send you i'm gonna send you a specific one okay i know they come from here gotcha okay sounds good um last but not least um what is the one thing that you would tell someone if they are thinking of joining an mlm don't fucking do it <laughs> no I- I need to come up with a better question. Everybody says Did everybody say the same thing? Don't do it. I maybe I think you should do some like fun questions at the end. Like favorite cereal, favorite color. Oh yes, let's do that. Okay, we're gonna do it. So new thing. Jen just said it. So Jen, oh random questions at the end. Okay. All right, let's do it. So let's get to know Jen's deepest, darkest favorites. 
in um in five questions or less. Are you ready? Yeah. I think I know the answer to some of these. Probably. What is your favorite? What's your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Everybody's favorite, right? It's the best cereal ever. Um, what is your favorite drink? Coffee. <laughs> Who is your favorite super trainer? <sighs> Jericho I've met her she's adorable and she is sweet um it was at a super Saturday event she was there I missed the workout with her because I had to go coach soccer and she was in the hallway when I was leaving and I just had my hysterectomy too so it's like leaving I'm like quarter quarter force I still that was and which one of the reasons why I started karate I really like that program too I do. And it's Joel Freeman, which really makes me angry, but whatever. Um, but she was out there and said, I can't take your workout. I have to go coach, you know, my son's soccer team. She's like, oh my gosh, family first, always. Oh. And I got a big hug. And I'm like, I did. That's the super workout I did at um, Summit. Yeah, she is a sweetheart. Jericho is a sweetheart. Um, and what is your favorite... Who do you like better? Oh. Are you ready? Shit. <laughs> okay. And I really am not going to take any offense to any of this. Okay. Who do you like better? Me, DC, Amy, or Amber? <laughs> That's a cruel question. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm not answering that. You should say all of you, right? That's all what of I'm you. Saying. I can't choose. All right. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. You got me off on the spot. What is a question that you, what is the question you get asked the most that you want to answer here on the podcast? Um, most recently I've been, been asked, uh, what's, what's like the best time of day to exercise. Oh yeah. And my response is always whatever works best for you. That is the best question, the best answer. If you don't like working out at 5.30 in the morning, don't work out at 5.30 in the morning. I don't. No. I, I go to a, I started at a, at a gym and it was like, are you going to come in the morning? I'm like, fuck that. I'll come at six o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like to sleep. I sleep is important people. Sleep is important, and I'm also very big on, like, a slow morning. I don't like to jump up, get ready, run out the door, do any of that. I like to scroll my phone. I like to waste time. I like to relax. That's just what I like to do, right? Yeah. So, um, well, Jen, I appreciate you. I will definitely share all of the links to all of you of everything that you have going on in the show notes. Um, and it was a pleasure getting to know you even more, my friend. And I'm very thankful that you decided to come on to call Cheryl Hunt. You're in a cult podcast. I'm so excited you started this and I'll get you those links later. (laughs) Thank you. I hope you have an amazing day. Okay. You too. (laughs) All right. Bye. All right, fam. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between me and Jen. I hope that you can find value from it. I hope that you find 
everything that you needed in this episode. And I hope that you find it in your heart to like and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And if you ever want to, you know, have a conversation with me and tell your story, reach out to me on the Instagram at callcherylhun or email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful evening, day or morning whenever you are listening to this. See you all next Monday.